Oh, fired from the podcast. <laughs> Please don't fire me. Hello. children. <laughs> and welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast, where we review video games and we give them a rating in desserts. Um, sometimes it's cupcakes, sometimes it's a variety of things like what we have today, or sometimes it's tacos because it's dinner time and we're hungry. You should do that next time. I agree. I haven't been to Taco Bell in a long time. Have you guys seen I went this week. <laughs> 2020, how like Christmas and Halloween are on Saturdays and New Year's is on like a Saturday and Cinco de Mayo is on um, Taco Tuesday. Oh, like they're talking So 2020, 2020 is going to be lit. It's going to be like the perfect year. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, won't Christmas be on Friday? Okay, I think it's like Christmas or Christmas and New Year's will be on a Friday. Oh, okay. Halloween is on a Saturday, which <laughs> yeah, because it's leap year. So yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of people are like, we need to not have school the day after Halloween because kids are crazy wackadoos. Am I kind there are um there are some schools um that do that up in by where I work because they're like because we always make note of like when school is out because we might be busier at the movie theater you know on those days especially if there's like a newer kids movie out or something. And I remember, like, we're like, oh, yeah, November 1st, there's no school that day. And I'm like, why? What the heck? Like, how come we didn't get that when we were kids? Like, that's that's lame. Yeah. All of this is great. But what we're really talking about today. (laughs) I know. We're in Tangent City. It just happens. Welcome to our podcast. (laughs) But we, so we're doing a little bit um, different episode this time. I know we always say that, but. Because we try to like, we try to keep it fresh. We try Every to episode is different. We try to be mysterious. We, we like variety and to keep you on your toes. But clearly, we've gone off script. So <laughs> this episode is a part one. Can you imagine if we tried to script this podcast? <laughs> it would be everywhere. It would be boring. We That's make, what. Be Haven't boring. we tried to do transcripts and it's just like no? Well, like, yeah. The computer just says no. Yeah, the computer's just like. You can't because sometimes we do talk over each other and they don't. I know, <laughs> and they don't. And the computer, like, wait, who said what? And then it's like all jumbled, and it's yeah, it's not great. It's probably mostly coming from Lindsay. Let's be real here. I don't think I ever interrupt anyone ever, ever. No, the shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so this is a part one review on Horizon Zero Dawn. We've been teasing this for a whole season and a half. <laughs> yeah, really, I'm pretty though. sure this was on our list at the before we started the podcast. Yes. We, like, we need to do Horizon Zero Dawn. But it kept getting bumped. And this game is so long. So we decided that we were going to split it into two parts. So that's what we're doing. You guys are getting to that time of year where things are getting crazy. Holidays are upon us. Marley is going to be insane with all the movie releases. Both Lindsay and I have started new jobs recently. Like, it's been intense. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, like, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but we do have to sometimes do things that aren't play video games. And but if you feel like paying us to play video games, <laughs> you don't have to make We will change. quit our jobs! <laughs> so we felt like this game was long enough and in-depth enough that we could do a two-parter. Yeah. But the thing you're going to hate us for is that part two won't come out until next season. Yes, this is our season finale. But that gives you time. No, no it's not. It isn't? No, because we've got 
Oh, this is our last game of the season. (laughs) Yes, because we've got a very special, uh, another two-parter episode, but it's not about a video game. It's a secret, and it's a surprise. I'm so excited. (laughs) That will give you time to go and play Horizon Zero Dawn again and catch back up with it. (laughs) Anyways, before we get into Horizon Zero Dawn, we're going to start off with not a sponsor. Yay! Hit it, Linz. Okay, get ready for mine, because it's a banger. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that word in my life. <laughs> is it a bop? That's a thing kids say about music. It's a bop. It's a bop. It's like, a banging bop. Have you heard that? It's a Christmas song? It's a bop. Oh, wow. What, no, was, that, what that. was that other one that you had to explain to me? There was, like, another term that I... Oh, is it, um... I always... Stan! Fr- Stan! Stan. <laughs> so Stan. <laughs> Uh, okay. I couldn't remember what it was for the That's life of ridiculous. me. <laughs> We're definitely in touch with the kids. <laughs> um, it's so weird getting old, you guys. Anyway, my not a sponsor is the Glide Away X support bed frame. What? <laughs> it is a support system for your bed. So I'm not. Well, okay. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything wrong. <laughs> But I just got tackled onto my bed one time. <laughs> I promise this isn't as sketchy as it sounds. And I, there's a reason. This is because this is the reason I haven't told my dad this is because it's like such an eyebrow raising story. But we weren't doing anything. We were just wrestling, and my bed slap broke, and I slept on it for two years. And my bed frame, or like my box spring, as a result, got very bent out of shape. And it just got worse and worse and worse. And then another slot just kind of fell out from under my bed. So it had no, literally no support. Did it fall out because you were, you were having sex on no, it? No, I just like climbed on my bed and I heard like a clatter. And I looked down and the slot had fallen out. So oh, I'm no. like, okay. And then, um, so I slept on that for another year. <laughs> and then... So, so my box story spring. is Lindsay has back problems. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I probably do. And so I ordered this awesome support on Amazon, a wonderful website you may have heard of by now. What? And they <laughs> they delivered it like the next day and I installed it. After wow, work. that's really prime. It was prime. It was prime service. Prime timing. That's Stan. It was Stan. It was so bop. And um, so yeah, I like go listen to our podcast. I'm trying to describe my stupid bed problems. (laughs) Letting me finish the same story. (laughs) So I installed it. The bed frame is a little topsy turvy. The box spring is because it's still bent, but it's being like getting back into normal shape. I've slept better than I've slept in years. Like, I sleep so well now, and I never want to leave my comfy bed. And it's, like, elevated back up again to where, like, it was. Like, you know, with the headboard where it should be instead of under the headboard where my head was. It was crazy. So, yeah. Good job, Glide Away. You made a great bed frame. Lindsay, I'm so proud of you. That is <laughs> that you. is great. I'm glad that you can actually sleep well now. Yes, it's a big deal for me because I've <laughs> never slept normally. Yeah. Anyway, Marley, what's yours? <laughs> Try and beat that. <laughs> okay. Um, no. Um, it's sort of somewhat related, though, because it is a, it's a household-related uh, item. 
Um, so I, I recently got an Alexa, um, because just for fun and it was like a really, really good deal. You guys, I got this Alexa for $9 and that's like insane because they're usually 50 bucks. But anyway, so I got an Alexa. That's, that's not my, not a sponsor. So I found that you can get smart plugs and like plug like lamps in. Um, I mean, I know they're <laughs> going to make a butt plug joke. No, I just tell my story. Have you listened to our podcast? <laughs> Not have no, I never, I don't. What is a podcast? Mm-hmm. What's a computer? What is, what is friendship with <laughs> Stephanie? <laughs> that commercial so much. Okay. We got to get through this. Damn it. Okay. My <laughs> smart plug is called Wemo. And I really like it because you can, um, like, it's paired with my Alexa, so I can, like, tell, I can ask her to, like, turn on, turn it on and off. It's the little things, man. Like, it just, it just makes me happy that I can do that. Plus, I can actually, um, there's an app with, that came with it, the Wemo app, um, that you can schedule your lights to, like, come on a certain time. So now, especially now that it's winter, it's dark at, like, by, like, 5.30. And I hate coming home to a dark house. Like, it's it's dark outside and my house is just completely dark. Like, I hate doing that because it's it's kind of spooky. Yeah, well, you don't want to walk into a dark house. No. Hello? (laughs) Because I know you do that. (laughs) Then the cat runs by and you're like... Okay, I'm getting murdered now. But, you know, so I I just, I like to have a lamp on. And plus, I don't like to leave my cats in the dark for too long. I mean, I know they do that overnight, every single night. But still, I just, I don't know. You can't cats see in the dark. But you don't want to leave them in the dark. Yeah. It's so lonely. Yeah. You want them to feel at home. I feel like you guys are putting your feelings on cats. (laughs) You don't know that that's how they Oh, you do don't you leave a light on for the cat. <laughs> hey, Alexa. <laughs> don't address her. <laughs> no, but I just, again, it, it's also just like coming home to a dark house. Like, it's just nice to already have a lamp on and I don't have to, you know, worry about like, where's the light switch? It's all dark. And I don't know. It's just kind of a fun little thing. And um, it makes me happy. I would like a refund on the water that you just drank. No. That's mine. Mine not a sponsor this week. How much do you think we're going to interrupt her versus how much she interrupts us? Let me get a bite of cake real quick. Get cake. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So- <laughs> Cry. It's fine. <laughs> guys this week my not a sponsor is another podcast um it's armchair expert which is dax shepherd's podcast i knew i'd heard it somewhere. oh okay yeah i mean i feel like there's a whole (laughs) subgenre of celebrities interviewing their celebrity friends and talking about celebrity shit and being celebrities but dax shepherd is the best one i feel and he's had some really interesting people on his podcast lately. I had to take a break because he was kind of boring. Like Kristen Bell? I think he did have Kristen Bell on like way at the beginning. His wife? But the ones <laughs> I've been listening to lately have been, he did Eddie Ed Norton. Or, or, Eddie Ed Norton. 
who was lovely. It is Eddie Ed Norton. It is Edward Norton. It is just Edward Norton, but um, or Ed Norton, as we in the business call him, Eddie Ed. Oh, okay. And then um, he also had Monica Lewinsky on, which was fascinating. Interesting. Oh, yes. And like we were kids when that happened, so like I feel like we know like the very minimum of it. Mm-hmm. What was your childhood experience of hearing about the Clinton scandal? Well, I just remember my mom despises Bill Clinton in in her words because I had to tell you what oral sex was when you were eight. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I think I, I was just a curious kid, and my mom wasn't like a like sweep things under the rug. My friend Brianna came up to me, and she was like, "I was like, well, what happened with the president?" And she's like, I "Looked at naked girls." In the shower, <laughs> <laughs> which is not illegal, technically, <laughs> as long as they, they have consent. Yeah, <laughs> but like that for maybe a decade, that's what I thought happened, and then I learned all the <laughs> historical facts, and I was just like, "Oh, okay." I have I have no memory of, really? of like it. I <laughs> well, no, and I just. <sighs> I don't, I never, I've never cared about politics and like stuff like that. Like what's going on with the president and like, oh, he did this this time. Like, I mean, even right now, like, I don't care. I just don't care. Before we started recording, I had to just explain to both Marley and Lindsay the Jeffrey Epstein (laughs) didn't kill himself memes. Oh. (laughs) Because they didn't know. I just don't pay attention to like news stuff like that. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't care. Well, the Monica Lewinsky podcast was fascinating because... Because of what happened with her, she was, she underwent, like, some of the biggest shaming in, like, the history, like, in, like, a lot of American history. And the internet had just started, so that kind of spurned on some oh, more yeah. of, like, mm-hmm. just shaming this 22-year-old girl who, I mean, who was, in her mind, having a relationship with someone not. So, it's, it's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like it's... Um, like eye-opening a little bit to what goes on when we talk about people and shame people online and how harmful it can be so that was great and then she just in he just interviewed this woman who wrote a book um about toxic masculinity but in a like so he's like a little more yeah so it was interesting because he is a dude obviously yeah i'm so used they to can have kind some... of being more like comedian-esque yeah so, so I didn't know we have these discord. like real topics. You know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I think I had to take a break because he was just interviewing like his buddies and I, I an intellectual needed something <laughs> oh more in No, I just yeah, but he's been doing really well lately. So take a listen. So I didn't know about the Jeffrey Epstein thing because I don't pay attention to the news because it makes me more depressed than I already am. Valid, but I do pay attention to one news source. And that's The Onion. (laughs) And The Onion had an article about Dak Shepard where it showed a picture of, like, God, like the painting of God touching man, but it was just the God portion. And he said, I have to admit, I spoiled Dak Shepard. (laughs) I mean, he is married to Kristen Bell, who is beautiful. Yeah, it's true. And, like, lovely. I love The Onion. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> we'll transition seamlessly. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I see. I see the articles on Facebook every now and then, and I like. At first, you kind of like see the headline, and you're like, "Wait, what?" And then you see that it's from the Onion. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, that's great. My favorite one still is the one that's like, <laughs> "Woman saves pizza crust to make broth later." Like pizza broth later, because <laughs> like, the crust is the bones oh. of the pizza. <laughs> 
my gosh. <laughs> I sent it to Brian and he didn't know that the onion was like a like satirical parody fake, you know, fake news source. So he's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> and another one, this is on topic a little more, that he actually liked was um <laughs> the Hideo Kojima cancels Death Stranding right before it comes out to increase the mystery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, he would, he would. <laughs> but alas, it's out. Oh my goodness. And we're going to have to play Stranding. it. That is one we're definitely planning on for season three. Mm-hmm. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. <laughs> and <laughs> the guy who looks like his name should be Crispin. <clears throat> but what is his name? Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. You think his name should be Crispin? <laughs> yeah, when I think like creepy ass dudes. Um, the guy from um, he looks like a like a a Geoff more than a Crispin, or maybe a Doctor Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, that too. The guy. What's that movie with um Rachel McAdams on the airplane <clears throat> and she stabs him with the pen? Oh, you're talking about Cillian Murphy. Oh, I thought his name was Crispin. Um. <laughs> Cillian Murphy strangely does look more like a Crispin. <laughs> I'm sorry, who do you know that's named Crispin? I read a book in elementary school called Crispin. It was by Avi. And the character was very gaunt and looked like Cillian Murphy, apparently. I mean, they were in the Middle Ages, so yes. <laughs> Everyone looked like that in the Middle Ages. <laughs> Speaking of Middle Ages, but not really. Lindsay, why don't you tell, like, kind of give us a, an over view of Horizon Zero Dawn. What does it have to do with the Middle Ages? Let's dive in. Because it's kind of a... No, it's not. It's severely in the future. I know. That's why I said said it's not totally related, but sure. In the Middle Ages of the far future takes place the game Horizon Zero Dawn. That was good English, I think. (laughs) That was great. Horizon Zero Dawn is an action role-playing game developed by Guerrilla Games and published by Sony what else does the Gorilla Games make? But since it is a Sony game, that means it is a PS4 kill exclusive. Zone. Lots of different kill zones. Shell Shock. Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> oh, these are all my favorite games. Yeah. I love the studio. So you know, I can't say they did anything that I've ever played is except for Horizon. Horizon. Hmm. Except maybe Speedboat Racer Europa was that one that Blake downloaded and played. Possibly. Probably not. When you're on, like, a wave runner? I don't think that was it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Horizon Zero Dawn. So, you take place... It takes place in this, like, post-post-apocalyptic future. So, it's not like Fallout. You don't have to worry about radiation or anything like that. The world is beautiful and lush again. But there are these interesting machines that are shaped and behave similarly to certain animals and you have to either fight or tame them and uh, if you fight them you can like collect parts off of them mm-hmm. so you can collect resources lots of resources so it's like a cool oh, sorry i got like nose burps ew that's just <laughs> is that a sneeze or it's like when you're congested and like air goes in oh, your nose oh i hate that i know what you mean anyways um it's like this cool mix of it's not uh i think when you mix nature and like technology sometimes you get uh what's it called steampunk and oh, it's not yeah. steampunk it's more like i don't know how to describe it's it it's totally unique I yeah think. oh that's yeah. what i've noticed is like this game i feel like is unique to lots 
to anything I've really mm-hmm. ever played. It's a totally different style. Yes. For sure. Um, yes. Yeah. Continue. Um, so yeah, you play a character called Aloy, who is an outcast. Oh my gosh. That for scene reasons unknown. At the very beginning where she is watching the kids and she collects the berries oh, and she takes it yeah. to the lady and the lady is just like, bitch, please. And like leaves her and she crushes the berries and you're just like, baby, come here. Yeah. And she's, no. and she's a little girl. Like she doesn't understand why she knows she's an outcast, but she doesn't understand why. And she she's just like, well, little roundest face. And the yeah. worst hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Young Aloy has not great hair. Older but then it turns Aloy glorious. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that red mane. It was, it definitely glue up. <laughs> glue, glowed up. Glowed up. Glow up. I think How do you make it last? Glowed up? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, her hair is fantastic. Her outfit's amazing. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking I would love to cosplay her, but that takes so much time. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, there's just so many, like, intricacies and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm looking over at my TV right now because we have it. I actually was playing the game a little bit before this, and I have it paused. And I'm just, like, looking at her outfit, and I'm just like, dang, girl. Mm. Well, and even, like, her necklaces. There's, like, a bunch of different cords and different types beads. of cords and beads. And, yeah. Yeah. and her hair, I mean, there's just, like, all these braids and, like, like, like jewel, not she jewels. She has to but... have extensions in there, let's be real here. I don't think so. I did notice she has perfect eyebrows, and it always makes me wonder who's plucking people's eyebrows and Or waxing like them. Yeah. She could be. I mean, there's plenty of metal scraps around. She could find some tweezer-shaped ones and... Work on it every but night. why would you be worried in a world like this about your brows? <laughs> and because like, Aaron's around and she wants to, like, seduce him. No, I do not ship her an Aaron. What? Oh. oh. Not at all. I, okay. Can we get into how much Teb and Aaron want to fuck? Because, like, they Okay, Teb do. is, like, kind of gay to me. Is he? I he I got that vibe from him. I, I did not get a straight that's a vibe. Stereotype, and I no. will not stand for it. <laughs> is he? Teb is the one from the first he's, village. Uh huh. Who gave her the outfit? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him. Oh no. He's the kid from the beginning that mm-hmm. she helps. But then he save. grows up because that's oh. how time. Oh works. yeah. I totally get a gay vibe. <laughs> <laughs> he's totally gay. I don't think he is. I think he wants her. No. Um. But also, <laughs> did you guys notice that <clears throat> when they did the time sequence and how Rost got a little gray, mm-hmm. his pelt on his shoulder also got gray? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I did not so notice that. I didn't either. <laughs> I was too busy focusing on that amazing jump that she made and then she suddenly grew up and you're like, oh wow, she's kind of hot. You yeah, know? she yeah. grows into... A woman. A butte. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a reason why she made our Valentine's top yeah. list of video game hotties, or however we phrased that. Phrased it, yeah. Which but I she made, made another list. little list in my mind of video game zaddies, because Rost is definitely a zaddy. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, Rost, we have Kratos <clears throat> for sure, and then Joel. Oh my who gosh. Joel, I mean, both Joel and Rost are both, like, adopted, do- adopted yeah. father figures. So... Mm. This is this is gonna be spoiler city. Like, just accept it. Um, Even just, I don't know. I'm gonna try really hard not to spoil anything for you guys. I've played the whole game. These guys have played about half. But yes. but I'm talking like, I mean, it happens very near the beginning of the game. 
We but need to I have, was just so... When we get into, our, like, when we start making money from the podcast, we're going to have a, like, theme song or, like, a little jingle that plays for Spoiler City. Spoiler City. It'll be two and a half minutes long, like it's Stephanie just saying. Yeah, we'll just have, we'll let Steph record it and then we'll just insert it in every time. Anyways, I, I just have to say, like, with Ross, when he died... I, like, cried. Oh, it's devastating. I was so sad, because, like... I cried, too. You get to, like, this point where you're, like, okay, yeah, like, he's he's such a good father figure and a mentor to her, and, like, we get to, like, see how, like, this relationship grows, mm-hmm. and then, bam! No! He's and gone. you're, like, no! Yeah. But no! See, I found it was a little bit more heartbreaking when he, like, leaves her. Uh, uh, before the... Like, oh, yeah. Before the proving, and he's, like, you need to, you know, n- you need to be part of them... Yeah. Don't, like, don't come don't out and break for the me. rules. Don't look for yes, me. Yes, yeah. that was really sad, too. But, well, like, when he saves her and he's like, survive. Yeah. I was just like, I wept. Uh, I just started weeping. Which, like, that's pretty good characterization if you get attached to someone that quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Enough sure. to, like, cry. The whole game I've been calling the proven... The proving, the provening. And I feel like that's better. The provening. <laughs> you have to proven yourself. <laughs> So, <laughs> real quick. So the proving. So, so we we already said that Aloy is an outcast to the tribes, and um, but when you reach a certain age, you get to. I mean, well, every yeah. everybody has to prove themselves. Yeah, it's like, like a rite of passage. Yeah, and... it's the provening's a, a race. <laughs> the provening, but she she gets to. Why does she get to participate again? Because it's, it's her just chance. It's just yeah. Oh, it's just to come back. It's just a okay, cultural yeah, thing. Right. And so yeah, if she like wins she, or gets through it or whatever, she can come back into the fold. Yeah. Can we talk about? And Marla's gonna have to mark this as explicit because I'm gonna say that Bost is a little who Bost, the little asshole that like threw the rock at her and was like, um, "You're motherless." And then the one that dies. But, yeah, she did. He then did die. Yeah. What a little bitch. But the whole... <laughs> During the attack after the provening... Um, <laughs> so why they just refuse? They just refuse to call it that. And her one friend is like being a bad... Her and her one friend are being a badass. The other chick, the black chick that's really cute and nice to her, are being like badass and like whooping ass. And then Boss is over there and it's like, I can't. There's too many bloody worm there. I'm a pussy bitch. Well, and you then bam. Did you like play that today? Yeah. Okay. Because none of these characters are relevant ever again. No, because they all die. <laughs> I know. Well, I was just going to comment on that. I'm like, it's it's sad that like you got, you start to get attached to these characters. You're like, oh, Aloy's going to like have some friends in the mm-hmm. tribe. No. Nope. No, everybody dies in the proving. Because they get attacked what? by a cult. Yeah, with like little... Voodoo mask faces. I do have to say, though, when you get to that part and you actually get to, like, do some combat, and then there's, like, all of a sudden, like, a... It's not really... Is it a gun? It's not really... It's sort of a gun. Yeah, it's like a heavy... Yeah, uh, like, it's it's sort of a gun, but it's not, like, the guns we we know these days. But but when you get a hold of that... Because so far, you've had, like, a spear and a bow. Yeah. Which are fun. Like, you can definitely um, build them up to be better weapons. But when you, there are different times where you can, um, um, when one of the enemies, like, drops their gun after you kill them, and you get to pick it up, and I'm just like, yeah! Like, it's just... Power! Yeah, I just, like, I love that. I love that they don't have guns. (laughs) 
I feel like it makes it more interesting of a story because mm-hmm. there's always guns in video games, so to have mm-hmm. something like it. Yeah. And like her freaking, I don't know what word that was, her spear thing, where, because I'm much more of a melee player, I was playing with Blake, who is not, and like every time I would see a grazer dude, I'd just pull out my my weapon and start attacking melee style, he's like, use your, use your bow. I'm like, no, I know I'm not good with bow. Mm. I'm not really much of a melee player, but this game I am, mm-hmm. like, more and more. Like, and I think part of it is because I'm so used to, and Lindsay meant, like, she, she used the word spoiled. Yes. <laughs> but the game doesn't have that. And so when all of a sudden you have to take your bow, you have to aim at something, and you have to, like, uh, 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 you know, try mm-hmm. to get to the point, it's, it takes longer, it's harder. I mean, of course, like, you can, you get used to it, but... I just I hadn't played this game in a little while, and so when I was trying to do to do that, I'm like I, I'm sucking so bad right now. So I would just I'm like fine, I'll just run up to the creature and just slash him with my spear because yeah. I know that'll kill him too. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna get some damage along the way too, but there's lots of it's just yeah berries <clears throat> and things you can pick up for medicine too. As oh, a yeah. note um, to both of those, but as a note to our listeners, I would say this is more of an intermediate to hard game. You have a lot of, like, inventory management, resource management, and then you have, like, like you don't have snap aiming. You have to, like, free aim and do a little bit of stealth. Like, it's a little bit more difficult of game than, like, your average game, I would say. Mm-hmm. Which then does make when you do, like, a headshot or... A, so rewarding. Yeah, you feel very yeah, good about yeah. yourself. Exactly. And like, and there definitely comes a point in the game too, like Mm -hmm. six different types of arrows and they all have different functions and different purposes. And like one of them will knock off components really easily off of the machines. So then you can pick up those components. One of them is a disc launcher and like shoot, you know, animals with their own weapons. Yeah. I was thinking about the saw launcher from um, New Dawn, which was the only good part of that game. Yes. Fact. (laughs) So I, okay, speaking of um, Far Cry New Dawn, (laughs) this game has a few, uh, has some similarities in that there are animals everywhere and they're trying to kill you. Marley doesn't like that. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just, I like, okay, I'm fine if games have animals, obviously like this one does, because you, you do need to take them down to gather resources or override them so you can, like, use them as a mount to get from point A to point B, whatever. Like, there's many reasons why you need to take down these animals and that they're there. But I just, I I hate it when you're just walking along and, like, unprovoked, something just comes and attacks you out of, no, you know, and it's just... It's like they're bad. It's just, but it's just annoying. Like, I'm just like, let me play the game. Like, I don't, I'm not doing that right now. Like, I'm trying to focus on this other task. Like... I don't know. It's just, it's what made me not, I mean, go back and listen to our New Dawn episode, but I just, when there's just too many animals trying to kill you, it just makes it not fun for me. Like, I don't know. What about humans? I, I guess I don't. You don't get mad with humans? Like, you, you like accidentally walk into an ambush or something? Uh, I don't know. Not really. Too we should much. explore that psychologically. <laughs> yeah, Marley. Damn. <laughs> I know. Maybe. I don't know. But it just. I don't know. I mean, but if you run into them, I I think that maybe they're a little bit easier to kill. I don't know. Hmm. But especially in this um, in Horizon Zero Dawn, because there are some creatures that are a lot harder to kill. They're a lot bigger, 
and you need to be a higher level to take them down a lot easier mm-hmm. or have the right weapons to take them down because they have different weaknesses. But like, for instance, I hopped on today to play and just kind of refresh myself with the game and I walked right, I didn't mean to, I should have scanned to see what was nearby, but there was a freaking Thunderbird and like 12 other like bigger things that on the ground and the Thunderbird wouldn't leave me alone. The other things on the ground wouldn't leave me alone. I was trying to run away and like hide in the tall grass and I'm like, they can't (laughs) see me. And like, it was just so frustrating. And I'm just like, I, this is why I don't like these kinds of things. Mm. And I'm just like, just stop it. Leave me alone. I just, I'm passing through. The Thunderbird mm. is a pain in the ass. I hate that thing the so much. The Thunderjaw is a pain in the ass. But so I much fun. I haven't personally taken one down, but I watched you take one down. It's a fight. It's a boss battle mm-hmm. in the middle of a field on the way to Meridian, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I can understand, like, especially in the beginning levels, why it would be frustrating. But I will say, like, maybe not far from where you are onwards, like, you kind of go into god mode and you can Mm -hmm. just conquer those things. You can just run away if you want. It just depends on, you know, what you're in the mood for. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I did, when I started playing this game, I was on just, like, the normal easy mode, whatever it's called. And I was still having a hard time. Like, Lindsay's not kidding. This game is definitely more for... Is this this game is not for beginners. Yeah. It's not. I mean, you can definitely work up to it, I think. Like you can definitely try if you want to and if you're patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not an easy game. And I was just having a hard time and Lindsay's like, "You should just go down to like the easiest easiest level." And I'm like, "Okay." okay. <laughs> it made so much more of a difference. Like I could actually like I I can actually play the game. Like it is still a challenge, sure, but it's just so much easier. Well, and I, I, there's something about Horizon that I really like that I think more games need to incorporate, which is like the story mode instead, where it's taking, it's not as much gameplay, it's more about the story and the cutscenes. There still is intermittent gameplay, and I feel like you're still building up your skills so that you can advance, but you are seeing more story and not having to get through the minutiae to get to the story. Mm. And I really enjoy that because sometimes the like, like the endless wandering, which very excited for Death Stranding over here. Um, <laughs> the endless wandering just takes me out of it. That's when I like like start pulling out my phone. Mm-hmm. That's when I start doing other things. So I'm like, I want to know the story. I don't care about this other side mission mm-hmm. or whatever else is in the mix of it. Or what? just the free roam too. Sometimes yeah. I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do. And I don't really feel like just wandering around. Like I want to know what my tasks are. Right. I feel like Horizon is such a good balance of wandering around versus story. Like, because there are a lot of side missions, but you get a ton of story in the side missions. Like, good story from the side missions. And, like, good atmosphere. Like, good world building from the side missions. Like, more so than Skyrim. Like, Skyrim offers a beautiful world, but you're going into a dungeon and fetching a chicken from, you know, for someone. Like... You're not doing anything really important. So I really like how Horizon balances that out with like important story or important-ish story in the side missions and like a huge, beautiful world to explore. Yeah, it is a big Mm -hmm. map. I know Lindsay's played all the way through and Marley, I think it's just a little bit farther than I am. But have you caught on to the importance of the location? Oh, 
Is she talking about the scenery? I think Marley has um, seen a significant landmark that she took a screenshot of just today. Yes. Yes. They... Um, looks like they were hev- this. The game developers were heavily influenced by Southern Utah. Well, Utah. they even say um, that where the Nora are is like Western Colorado, and where the Karja are is Southern Utah, mm-hmm, which is just mm-hmm. kind of interesting. And yeah, amazing. and amazing. Wanna, yeah, the Red yeah. Rock. Well, especially when you're going through first of all desert, then snowy desert, then Red Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, talk about, like, that's Utah. That's so Utah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it is. you actually, should I say what you yeah. actually see? Because I don't yeah. know if you've gotten to that point, but you actually see the Delicate Arch. Oh, yeah. I wondered if you would. Yeah, yeah, Delicate Arch is in it, and, like, you can come across different, like, uh, old ruins, and it's like, this was an Air Force Academy in Colorado, oh. or, like, this was this, and then this is Bryce Canyon, you know? Oh. And I when I saw, like, I didn't catch on until maybe mm, halfway through the game. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, this is legitimately actually Utah. Like, mm-hmm. I know. I asked Blake, like, well, do you see, like, Delicate Arch? Because I was like, is this Utah? And it's like, I'm like, well, like, do you see, like, Delicate Arch or anything? And I don't think he knows. Like, I think he knows what that is, but he's never been there or, like, seen it in person. So I think it's kind of like, no, you know. For those of you who don't know, Delicate Arch is, like, the... Like Utah, Utah license plate. <laughs> like when a lot of people talk about Utah or like there's like touristy things about Utah, it's usually delicate arch is included. Mm-hmm. And um, it is gorgeous. It is. I've I've seen it in person. I've stood right there in the middle of the arch. I've got pictures. Oh, bye. It's big. Anyway. They're in Utah. And in Colorado. Utah. And we love Utah. That is our stomping grounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, if you listened to, um, I can't remember which episode it was. It was probably two ago. It was our last full episode. I think it was about Ghostbusters, mm. where I had my not a sponsor about Southern Utah. Mm. We talked a little bit about it. Zion. Zion. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> um, well, we were playing. Blake actually made a really interesting statement that I agree with. I feel like the graphics of the gameplay are just amazing. Like, you mm-hmm. walk through the the like valleys and you see all like the wind bending all the um different plant life redhead grass yeah it's gorgeous <laughs> but then the cutscenes, i don't the graphics are good but i don't think they're as good as the gameplay graphics mm-hmm. i feel like they plasticize the faces a lot and you can really see it like <clears throat> i mean like uh i was talking about how like when she's wet she's like really reflective like you would be if someone dumped a shit ton of water on you, not mm-hmm. just like a rain. So it's like they make them a little too plasticized. They give them a little bit too much reflection on their faces. But this was done in like, what, 2017? Which is just two years ago. But graphically, we come a long way each year. But I was thinking about that too. I don't think there's a game this year other than maybe Death Stranding and Outer Worlds that compares the graphics of this game. Which is a big compliment. In yeah, no, it yeah. is. I'm not, I'm saying I think the graphics are amazing. Yeah. I just think the cutscenes aren't quite up to par with yeah. the which, gameplay graphics. Which is funny, because isn't it sometimes usually opposite? opposite? Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. like in game trailers and stuff, because yeah. yeah, it's just not. Well, and you think of, <clears throat> I think the graphics, because I, I was talking to Blake about it, I'm like, do you think the graphics still compare to the games we have now? And I think it still holds up. The graphics are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um. I think the graphics are really comparable to, like, those of God of War, even. And Red Dead Redemption. Detroit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are good. 
they're amazing to me. And like, I think the world is amazing. I think the color palette is just fantastic. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I think that's one of this game's strongest things. And even something that I noticed like in its trailer, like noticing how amazing it looked when we saw that first glimpse of Aloy hunting. I was like, yes, this is going to be amazing. And I, I, it was one of those games I really looked forward to. And I think it paid off. But anyway. Um, yeah, this game has a lot of things that I really love. It has strong female characters. It has yes. a matriarchy. Yes. It has melee play. <laughs> like, yes. I am very much enjoying this game so far. I don't know why I have a really hard time getting into games. Like starting a game is a tedious job for me. I don't look forward to it like other people do. It, other people in this podcast do even. Um, I'd much rather, and I don't know why. I think I need to explore that part of me. I don't know. <laughs> um, now we just need to find something for me and then we can all come back for therapy later. Yes. <laughs> well, like even like when we, Lindsay's like, you should play Overwatch, which is obviously like, I talk about it nonstop now and play. I just like, ugh, mm-hmm. seems stupid. Overwatch. Which uh, was so disheartening for me. I know. <laughs> and this game, Lindsay, for like, literally, before this podcast started, for like years, I think since she played it, she's like, Steph, you'll like this game. Steph, it has a strong female lead. Steph, the women kick ass. Steph, get your feminist mm-hmm. ass over here and play this damn game <laughs> and stop complaining. Is it kind of like that thing where when you watch a TV show and you don't want to start a new show because you're like, I don't want to leave Shit's Creek yet. Like, I would want to, I do want to watch The Good Place. I've heard amazing things about it, but I just want to watch reruns of Shit's Creek before bed instead of a new thing. Like, I think a little bit, it like takes a little bit of effort to get into it. And mm-hmm. you have like in your mind, like I do at least like what I think it's going to be. And I'm like, oh, that sounds so dumb. And it's just me being stupid. Like, yeah. even with, I mean, Shit's Creek, the first couple episodes are just like, no, yeah. next. Uh huh. They're all stupid. I hate them. And then you're like, I will literally die for Johnny Rose. <laughs> <laughs> There's that episode where Johnny Rose goes golfing makes me so happy. And I remember watching that and I'm like, I just want him to be happy. Like, I just want him to have nice things and to go golfing when he wants to go golfing. <laughs> when the, um, when the motel, like, Raider dude dumps Stevie and Johnny's just Aww. like, you know what? Let's just leave. We don't need to stay for the after party. It's fine. And you're just like, oh, you're such a good dad. Remember how I saw him at the airport? Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. I like, he seriously, like I could have like reached out and touched him, but I didn't want to like bother him. Yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> sorry, my, that was my face. Like just like jaw dropped, just like staring at him as he walked past. Oh. If you're listening, Eugene Levy. We love you. We love you and we respect you. And your eyebrows. And, and your eyebrows. eyebrows. That's how I knew it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Saw them from across the room. If you don't follow Emily Hampshire, who plays um, Stevie on mm. Instagram, you should. She has oh. a whole thing about, she has like this big fluffy like monster journal. And then in the front, there's a pocket that has a littler monster journal. Oh and gosh. so she like writes in her journal, but like dictates it out loud so you can hear her. And then she, in like her stories, and then she gets out the littler journal and she's like, Dear Littler Journal. <laughs> it's so cute and That's funny. And heartwarming. Oh, man. Um, back to Horizon, though. I We don't want to do, like, final ratings, but we should do, like, a pre-rating, right? Yes. We Who could also do um, predictions. Oh, that'd be fun. For you guys. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay knows what's up. Because I kind of, like, I'm getting a little bit of, like, the village vibe. Especially when you, like, find out about All Mother and, like... That there are other people who have more technology, like the focus and that. I feel like it's kind of like they're in an experiment. 
type mm-hmm. deal. And it's like, we're going to set these people and not give them technology and see what happens because we're in the future and we like to do things that are like messed up like that. Interesting. Marley, what are your thoughts? Any theories? I'm trying to like remember back to when I first started playing this game because it's where does Aloy come from? Why is she an outcast? Well, yeah. I mean, because it's... Who's the, who's the woman? It's pretty obvious that that woman is her mom. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be. But I... I almost wonder... I, I I don't know. I don't know if I quite agree. I mean, that, that's, it's an interesting theory, Steph, but I don't know, know if I quite agree with that. That's what's happening. That's fine. But I'm not sure... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not... It's hard for me to, like, formulate something because I just, I don't really, especially when it comes to, like, games and books and and even movies and stuff, like, I don't like to predict. I like to just kind of, like, see how it unfolds and then just kind of be surprised and stuff. Like, sure, sure, there are some things that you're like, oh, my gosh, like, this thing is totally going to happen. And then Mm -hmm. it happens and you're like, knew it. You know, Mm -hmm. like, there's that, those little predictions. But, like, for actual, like, plot, I don't know. It's hard for me to know where this could go i would credit this game as to not being easy to predict yeah i I really don't know what where it's going um also i predict aaron dies and i'm fine with that (gasps) i'm so hurt i really like aaron he's grown on me i didn't i thought he was kind of weird at first but no he's grown on me and he has like that maybe it's the haircut you're judging him on the haircut isn't he bald He's got like a mohawk and then like a weird beard situation. Yeah, yeah. Weird he's... beard situation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell people how to do their hairs, but if you're bald or balding, facial hair is not the best look for you. Oh, really? Um, you don't think it? Oh, well, I don't know. Um, it's kind of just. I would say. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not going to continue because I love all men and I think you're all beautiful. Well, that's nice. But sometimes it's a little weird to see someone with not hair on their head, but hair on their face. And you're like, that's different. you got to get it where you can have it. Like, yeah. Like, but it's a good balance. And also, I would say the Oseram all look kind of like Aaron. Like, it, it could be a cultural thing for him. Mm, that's true. Maybe. But. Anyways. Anyway. I don't know. I, I'll have to maybe think about it a little bit more to see where I think this game really could go. But I'm also just happy to see, just to be surprised. Or what are you most curious about? Are you most curious about, like, the other guy on the end of the um, focus? Are you curious about the mom? I'm more curious about her her mom, I think, and, like, Mm -hmm. who she was. Because, I mean, it seems pretty obvious that she's not... I don't know how to describe these people. Like, she doesn't seem tribal. Is that the right word? Yeah, she doesn't seem like a Nora. No, she doesn't seem like... Like, she seems... Like, um, like how we would see people today. Like she's mm-hmm. just modern, but that's obviously not modern to them because yeah, mm-hmm. they're in a different time. But she just, I don't know. She didn't seem like a, like she was part of the tribe. She seemed like she was totally from a separate world. Yeah. Which makes me wonder like if her mom like sacrificed her to the Nora. Cause like when they talk about like, you just arrived here when we got attacked, you were just there. You came from the womb of the mountain. I also really want to know why um, Rost was ex- exiled, exiled, excluded. He was excluded and exiled. <laughs> yeah. I will give this. Today we got um, 
We got tiny treats from Target because Ooh. nothing's open on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and I just happened to need to go there anyway. <laughs> and we didn't plan ahead. Yeah. And I will give this one big fat um, brownie, like a peanut butter and cream cheese chocolate cake slice, which I think equals four and a half <laughs> stars. That's <laughs> Whatever the equivalent. I really like this game before, uh, so far. It has pulled me in. Um, yeah, I woke up this morning wanting to play it, and so I did. And I'm excited to see where the story goes. I like myself a good cult story. <laughs> I like myself a good, um, I think I said it before, strong female lead. So, so far we're doing good. Yeah, good. Good. Marley, where are you at? Um, so I've got... I mean, we've got brownie bites, and we also have, what are these, lemon. lemon. mini bunt. Ah, there goes there my goes fork. fork. Mini bunt cakes with lemon-flavored pinion. And brownie bites. And brownie bites. Um, which, those lemon, I mean, those brownie bites were really good, but I also really liked, Scrummy. I actually really liked the lemon bunt cakes. Um, I'd probably give it, I'd probably give it a four. I'll give it a four. Um, not to say like, I like it any less than Steph, but I think we just like it in different ways too. Um, cause I mean, we're both different players. We like different things about games, but we are the same people. We are Siamese twins. I Lindsay, feel like you it's have to like know. this too. Just kidding. She does like it. But, um, no, I, what was I going to say? <laughs> what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Um, no, I like this game. I think it's fun. Um, it's pretty, once I got the hang of it a little bit more, I had to have Lindsay kind of show me and like, give me a tour of like the player menu and like the inventory and just kind of explain like, oh, well, you, you, you know, you should definitely hold on to these items. Get rid of your Get chill rid of water. This. Like, <laughs> you know, oh, this weapon is really good or, oh, I prefer this, you know, like, so she kind of helped me, um, figure out the best way to set up this game so that it was a lot easier to play. I don't know if Blake did the same for you or if he helped you at all, or if you just kind of figured it out. I learned it all on my own. I'm brilliant. I <laughs> don't know if I quite believe that, Smarter but if anyone. you have awesome. Um, <laughs> but it just, it is, like we said, it is a little bit difficult game. Um, there's definitely a learning curve and to get used to it, but I I'm excited to, to keep playing it some more. I took a huge break from it. Because I've just been playing a lot of Red Dead Online and watching, <laughs> just watching a bunch of shows and other things. Can we talk about how Bethesda tried to like jump on the Red Dead Redemption bandwagon of online play and no one cares about it? Which, yeah, which oh, Fallout fall 76. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Remember Bethesda. Tanked and then they're like, oh, uh, here's and a subscription then, service that doesn't work. But. And then the producers or the, um, Game makers who left Bethesda came out with Outer Worlds, which I feel has been like an indie breakthrough game of the year. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very Fallout like, very Fallout and very but in space, Mass Effect. It's it's cool. I and need to play it. The aesthetic is amazing. Mass Effect. Anyways, <laughs> that's a different topic. Yeah. <laughs> but we will be what back. What am I rating? You don't get to rate, you've played it. What I, can I rate the first half of my impressions that I remember? Fine. Yes. Not for if completionists. Not for completionists. There is one small error where after you leave... Well, it's not an error. Like, in the story, it makes sense. But after you leave one of the Nora villages, you can't go back in for a long, long, long time. And I left a power cell in there, and I really needed it for my collection of power cells. 
and I couldn't get it. And that was very frustrating to me. So that probably put me down at a four. Okay. At the time. Okay. Cool. So, I mean, there's still really high ratings. Like, I mean, yeah. we, we all did four or more. Um, so it's obvious that we all really like this game, me and Steph, so far. And then, obviously, Lindsay, we know she loves this game. Yeah. <laughs> Before we... We need to do one more rating. And it needs to rate out of Joel and Kratos where we rank crossed in the hot zaddy. Your eye is twitching as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I oh, would put man. Rost. I don't know, Kratos seems pretty old. Like, Kratos seems older than Rost. And not that age is what defines beauty, but sometimes I get the vibe that Kratos is a little too old for me. A little too old manish. So, um, rate three, two, one. One, two, three. <laughs> ABC. Um, you flower, diamond, <laughs> vaginas. What? Joel. I'm actually putting Ross at the top. Joel, oh. Kratos, then Ross going up. Joel, Kratos, then Ross. So Joel is third, Kratos is second, Ross is on top. Wow. Ross is my zaddy, as you call I, him. See, I would do Joel first because mm-hmm. one. Um, maybe Kratos second and Ross third. I think. I think I will do. I think I'll do Joel, Ross, and then Kratos. I don't know. It's, Kratos has the bald and facial hair thing going on. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, okay. Yes. I, I Ross and Kratos, I could easily switch them for two and three, though. Like, that's, yeah. the, that's the hard part. But if I had to pick, it would be Joel, Kratos, Ross. What are your thoughts on Joel, Kratos, and Ross? Yeah, any other video games, zaddies, that you like? <laughs> Recommend them to Marley us. Marley looked very natural saying zaddy right there. Zaddy. <laughs> but <laughs> until next time, why don't you grab a friend? Eat some brownie bites and cake and mini bunts. And go play some video games. Tell us your thoughts on Horizon. Check us out on Instagram, the Tweeter Sphere, and the Facebook. And you can also get in touch with us at cutscenesandcupcakes at gmail.com. Yes. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.